Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, RX 300 Topical Pain Cream, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalip Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, that's a great way to come out because all of our uh, our partners and sponsors uh, become great friends. And uh, even just hearing uh, UBO Business Services, Sean Hunt, man, you never know. Sean is a great listener, great supporter of the program, always has such good information. And um, it's almost like he's on the program. I mean, some of the good stuff he sends us, ubeo.com, ubeo.com, for all your copier copier needs, uh, streamline your business. The things they do for, for businesses are incredible, and we use them right here at ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, I want you, every time you're printing things out for Campus Confidential, which happens every day at 440, will you try to think of UBO business services? Do, do you... I hope you do that even anyway, Aaron. Just kind of think about, wow, this copier, it's efficient, it's fast. Um, would you do that from now on, Aaron? Sure. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. I've for always. printing a lot of stuff, but I yeah. still do occasionally. And no, I, I, I think just lean right into it, and uh, we appreciate you, B-E-O. Dot com and then UBO Business Services, uh, Sean Hunt. He's out there right now listening. Uh, 254-662-1660 is our CNC Collision Center text line. If you want to get involved with us today, lots to uh, lots to discuss. We, we do have uh, Bill Jones, longtime uh, sports anchor at CBS 11 in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Covers those Cowboys. He's always out there. Love running into Bill. Saw him at a Cowboys game recently. And I had the thought, why don't we just get Bill on the station? It'd be fun to kind of catch up with Bill. And so we have. We've done so. And um and and that'll be fun. We'll uh we'll we'll get to uh hear from Bill Jones. We're gonna do that at four twenty. And uh, we'll give him a call and, and uh, catch up with him. Now there's a flurry of activity on the trades that are happening at the deadline in the NFL. Now, Aaron, you know you can remember NBA trade deadline can be uh, can be kind of exciting. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, um, but in baseball used to be the trade deadline. Of course, the Rangers famously picked up Cliff Lee at the trade deadline. That was huge. There was a time when the that was probably the best trade deadline in sports was the baseball July 31 trade deadline because you could make a run, get a great player, and then make a run at the playoffs. Rangers did it, and uh, so that was always kind of fun. And Rangers, uh, you know, some of some of those, uh, uh, that the great runs they had there at, in the 2010, 11, that was all built through some trades that occurred. But the, when the NFL 
trade deadline is has been a sleepy time in the past. That was not the case today. All right, um, Cowboys, you might not be shocked to know, did not get anything done. This is interesting, though. Two sources have told Ed Werder, who comes on with us sometimes from ESPN, that the Cowboys and the Texans discussed a potential trade involving wide receiver Brandon Cooks until the final minutes before the NFL trade line expired, deadline expired, the draft pick compensation and the $18 million guaranteed salary for Cooks in 2023 could not be resolved in time. Aaron, you're a fantasy player. You're way into all that. Does Brandon Cooks, would that have done anything, you think, for Cowboys fans? Uh, what, what, what are we, what's still left uh, in the past? What I remember about Brandon Cooks is very, very fast. But also, if I remember Cooks, he's kind of a diminutive, a smaller wide receiver. What, um, would, would Brandon Cooks have turned any heads if the Cowboys had been able to pull this one off? Yeah, he's better than, by far, better than anyone they have except for C.D. Lamb. He's had 1,000-yard receiving years at, I believe, four different teams now. And he's still good. He just doesn't have a quarterback that's any good that can get him the ball. And he's it's really shown this year. But yeah, I mean, it would have been a great pickup for them. But we're, that's, you know, what, why would they do that? They like what they have yeah. in the locker room, according to Jerry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he said the train, if the train was coming by, he would be there. He would not miss the caboose. And uh, the train's already come by today. Deadline has passed. Now, there were teams getting deals done. And there's also a big thing that's happened in the, um, in the NBA that I want to tell you about as well. The, the, the first trade that got my attention today in the NFL, though, Aaron, I thought this was a pretty big trade. I, I, this one got my attention that, that T.J. Hawkinson uh, went to the Vikings, okay, from Detroit, and compensation, the 2024 conditional fourth-round pick, Detroit sent to Minnesota, as part of the trade, will become a fifth-round pick if the Vikings win a playoff game. Okay, I'm just trying to think through this. And um, the Lions got a second-round pick and a 2024 third-round pick. Now, Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong, I Hawkins is a pretty good prospect. Now, he because he was on a bad team, I don't know what kind of numbers he's putting up this year. The Cowboys played him a couple of weeks ago. But I, I feel like that's a very serviceable and in a, a tight end that still has some upside. Um, what do you think about that, Aaron? A good Vikings team going out. Now, again, they gave up some pretty good, pretty good compensation. But to get the tight end T.J. Hawkinson from, uh, from the Detroit Lions, pretty good pickup there, in my opinion. Yeah, they lost their tight end, Irv Smith Jr., uh, Sunday. He has a high ankle sprain, and he'll be out six to eight weeks. It's a severe high ankle sprain, and Hawkinson's much better than him anyway. Uh, he's a really good tight end. Like you said, he's been on a bad Detroit team. He was drafted by them, and he's he's. I think he's going to have a huge rest of the year with all the weapons they have on that offense. I mean, you've got Justin Jefferson, who's one of the top three, three or four receivers in the league. You've got Thielen on the other side, and you've got Dalvin Cook. 
and Alexander Madison in the backfield. You add Hawkinson to that, that's a that's a pretty pretty potent offense. I like that. I mean the one the thing you can always count on from Aaron is is naming every receiver for these teams via all his fantasy. So I uh, I appreciate that, Aaron. Now let's move on to another one that uh that grabbed my attention. The Denver Broncos trading uh, Bradley Chubb, okay, pass rusher, and a fifth-round pick to the Miami Dolphins. Well, Dolphins are a decent team. They're about 5-3. and three. Tua's playing okay after coming back from the head injury. Remember that huge story? Now, the Broncos receive back in this deal. I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, Chubb is a, Chubb's a nice player. Uh, I think what you're seeing, Aaron, is the value right now, if you can rush the passer, is enormous. Like these, they don't, it's not like Micah Parsons, who has eight sacks. Is that eight? Is that about right? Yeah. Eight sacks right now. Most of these guys that are getting traded and that are coveted have about five sacks on the season. Uh, I think Chubb's kind of in that range, five, five and a half. Chubb's good, though. Okay, and the Broncos will receive in this deal from the Dolphins a 2023 first-round pick and a 2024 fourth-round pick and the running back Chase Edmonds, who I think used to be with Arizona, and uh, and that's what the Broncos get back. Now, what you're seeing is these teams are are – it looks kind of like a fire sale. I mean, I don't really think that's what the Broncos want it to look like or think like, but it's what it looked like. It's what it looked like when the Bears traded Robert Quinn before the game the other day. And uh, a, a good defensive end, and, and of course, they you know he wasn't there to play against the Cowboys. Interestingly, Aaron, I'm sure you saw that deal. The Bears went out and got somebody else's defensive end, though. So they traded, they traded Quinn... And then they went out and made a deal to to get a, a fairly talented defensive end. Did you see that deal? I did. Uh, it was from the Jets, and it was okay. Uh, yeah, I can find it. Yeah, uh, Jacob Martin. Okay, they got yeah, from Jacob the Jets. Martin from the Jets, pretty good pass rusher. And and uh, so I I find this is really interesting because even some of the teams you feel like are just loading up on picks and giving up on their season. Aaron, doesn't this feel more like the NBA right now than the in, in, NFL? I mean, this is really interesting. Yeah, there were a lot of moves, and that's um, a few years ago that wasn't happening. No, no, another deal. And Aaron, feel free to jump in here when I'm finished. If you've got a couple. Uh, we had already reported the one, Kadarius Tony. Uh, that deal got done. I think he went over from the Giants to the Chiefs, and that was kind of an interesting deal. Everybody was looking to see if, like, the Packers were going to add a wide receiver, if the Chiefs were going to add another receiver. The the Chicago Bears um, traded for so. When it just when it looked like the Bears were kind of unloading and giving up on the season, and the Bears are after losing to the Cowboys, fell to I think three and five. The Bears traded earlier today for 
the Steelers wide receiver Chase Claypool. All right, Aaron, I mean, there's a receiver the Cowboys would have enjoyed having. Can you imagine Chase <laughs> Claypool uh, joining CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup and uh, with with whoever would be the uh, – would bump down to the fourth receiver? I mean, I that would not be a bad uh, lineup there. But the Bears go for him. Pittsburgh received a second-round draft pick. A source told Adam Schefter that was earlier in the day. All right, Aaron, anything I'm missing? Anything, any other trades that grabbed your attention? I did see there were a couple other wide receiver moves that were made around the league. Anything else that kind of jumped out at you? The Bills, they traded for Naeem Hines, the third down back from the Colts. He's a great receiver. Um, He's really explosive. It was kind of surprising because they they drafted Dalvin Cook's brother, James Cook, in like the third round in the draft to be their third round back, but apparently he hasn't worked out. He hasn't played a lot. Yeah. It's been Devin Singletary playing most downs. Okay. And so uh, I think he really adds a lot to this offense. They're already really good. Yeah. And you add a, a legit pass-catching back who can make plays, and it just makes them more dangerous. Colts fired their offensive coordinator. Today, I think I saw that earlier. And then in other news, the uh, the Falcons, speaking of wide receivers, I found this to be a really interesting deal. The uh, This was first reported by XLX10 um, Radio. The Falcons traded suspended wide receiver Calvin Ridley. Remember when he was out and away from the team, he got caught betting on a game, and I think he just went through one of those online things, um, DraftKings or something like that. I mean, he didn't, didn't exactly try to hide it, and he might have even bet on his own team, I think, to beat the Jaguars, and this is what makes the trade so funny. Aaron, who do you think he got traded to? The Jaguars. Um, isn't that interesting? Isn't that isn't – that's really – and by the way, that's – that's 101, that's 1010XL, 1010XL Radio. We want to give proper credit there. And that is really, that is really an interesting one because Calvin Ridley, while he's had some kind of weird off the field, uh, I, don't, I don't even know, I'm not even talking about the, the, the gambling thing. He, he had to take some time away from the team, and it wasn't even injury-related. And, and, of course, it was we didn't exactly know what was going on with that, and everybody was trying to be respectful, of course, because, uh, you know, mental awareness and mental health awareness and all that kind of thing. But the Falcons are trading Ridley to the Jags. Man. That's a that one that one is fascinating to me because I think Ridley is still pretty good. All right, uh, speaking of uh, Cowboys and what they did or didn't do, uh, Bill Jones, long time Cowboys reporter, and uh, he is the uh, sports anchor at the CBS affiliate Dallas Fort Worth. Bill Jones joins us next. Back on the road in Big Twelve play this week as the Bears take on the Oklahoma Sooners in Norman. High noon for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2 p.m. kickoff. Join J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for every play all season long. 
Bears, Sooners, this Saturday from Norman, here on the flagship station for Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas. CNO Fencing Company, located in Clifton, can take care of all of your farm and ranch fencing needs. This family-owned and operated business is committed to quality workmanship and friendly service. They can do it all. Pot fencing, high fence, work pens, net wire, barbed wire, and more. Serving Bosque County and the surrounding counties. Call today for a free estimate, 254-722-3353. That's 254-722-3353. Or check them out at cofencingtx.com. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations, plus you'll get a new issue of Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up rates and circuit breaker replacements call bp services today for a free estimate within 24 hours and if you agree to the estimate 15 percent off your bill 254-292-8908 call bp services when electricity is on your list call bp services your needs i priority 292-8908 your need is i priority your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Our southern border is open to drug cartels and terrorists from around the world. Fentanyl, heroin, and methamphetamines are flourishing in cities across America. Open border policies are costing the lives of 300 young Americans every day from drug overdoses. Hello. This is your Republican Congressman, Pete Sessions. These policy failures are tied directly to the Democrat Party. As conservative Republicans, my party has always fought to protect our country and our children from the ravages of addiction. Now, with President Biden and Nancy Pelosi ignoring our nation's laws, law enforcement is kept from fulfilling their sworn duties. I'm asking you and your family to vote Republican to stop the left from changing America. Otherwise, the Democrats will continue to pass the policies that undermine our national security. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Plus, one of the great traditions at Bush's Chicken is Tender Tuesday. 
We make it quick and easy to feed the entire family with 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Monday night football last night saw the Browns beat the Bengals 32 to 14. Game three of the World Series between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros was postponed last night to a forecast of rain. It will now be played tonight with game four set for Wednesday and game five on Thursday. Auburn has fired their head coach Brian Harson after less than two years. Cadillac Williams has been named the interim coach for the Tigers. The first college football playoff show is tonight, starting at 6 o'clock on ESPN. Two games in college football tonight, Ball State at Kent State, kickoff at 6 o'clock, and Buffalo at Ohio, 6.30 kickoff. Catch the UMHB Coach Larry Harmon Show tonight, starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Proud to be joined by Bill Jones, CBS 11 Sports in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Boy, play-by-play, sports anchor, does it all. And, Bill, I got to see you in the press box recently, and I just thought, I got Bill and I have to catch up, uh, not just in person, on the air as well and uh it's great to great to have you on today especially during a baylor ou week uh are you uh are you ready for that tilt uh, yeah well it, i thought it was funny and it, i love being on your show matt love seeing you in the press box and you sent me a message that you wanted to talk uh, Cowboys and high school football. <laughs> I, said, I said, sure you do. Yeah. You didn't say anything about Baylor and Oklahoma. <laughs> I know. I know. But you know where you know where we needed to go with this uh, almost immediately. And, uh, and, and maybe some South Lake Carroll talk could break out later. That yeah, maybe yeah, the, we'll get into some Quinn Ewers. Oh, I like that. I like that, too. Sooners have, uh, I mean, I don't know if we'd say they've righted the ship, but things have settled down a little bit. Uh, the Bears have done the same. So you have kind of two teams headed in hopefully similar directions. Uh, do you have any better feelings about the uh, Sooners, Bill, than you did? I mean, it has to be a better feeling than obviously what happened at the Cotton Bowl. Uh, you get the quarterback back in there, Dylan Gabriel, uh, and, and everything can calm down a little bit. What has been uh, what's been better uh, in in recent weeks? Are you running the ball a little bit better? Is the defense playing better? Uh, well, uh, I will say this, and, and I should let the audience know that I am an OU grad. However. I have attended a Baptist church for many, many years, so I have a lot of <laughs> Baylor in my blood, too. <laughs> um, you know what? As an OU uh, alum and fan, when I'm not being objective, uh, I'm just happy to see that they have trotted out a quarterback the last couple of weeks. That's it, <laughs> a vast improvement over <laughs> what we were seeing. So they, you know, Lincoln Riley either took the, the, 
only quarterback on the roster or everybody has left that he recruited it. So there was nobody left at the end, apparently uh, yeah. beyond the one transfer quarterback they got in Dylan Gabriel. And so, um, yeah, that's, that has improved things uh, actually playing a quarterback, but uh, what an intriguing matchup of defensive masterminds, Dave Aranda versus Brent Venables this week. Yeah, they haven't looked like masterminds all season long, but I do think they both they both have great backgrounds in that area. And what Aranda did last year uh, was um, amazing. And by the way, a lot of people in our audience watch you, so there was an assumption on my part that a lot of people know about your Sooners, and they listen to you do those Cowboys preseason games. And there's if there's an OU connection to be mentioned. Uh, Bill Jones will do that. Okay, so uh, exactly you're exactly right. OU and South Lake Carroll. If there's yeah, if, if yeah, Daniel ever gets into a game, then I'll I got it covered for you. Yeah, your credentials are well known. I also think you noted that uh, this game it's this it's so big they put this game on ESPN Plus, <laughs> and it's still amazing. I've tried to get to where I don't complain about that, and you know it's streaming and. Everybody's got streaming and all that kind of thing, but it is kind of crazy. I mean, it is. And I, I always try to think, and you got a, a lot of people still watch TV and love local news who are an older audience, and it's the same thing for watching these college football games. The older Baylor and Sooners fans are not out there with their smart TVs uh, lining up always their ESPN Plus, Big 12 Tough. Now, some of them do, but it is somewhat, uh, it's somewhat frustrating uh, Bill, that uh, and you as a longtime TV guy, it is a little strange that you can't get Baylor Uh-oh. in Oklahoma onto a regular you. network. Oh, there you are. You're back. All right, I lost here. you there for just a second, but I I got the uh, the gist, gist of what of you were saying, and I agree wholeheartedly with it. And I just don't understand how there's how many games are on over the air or on a TV network uh, on a Saturday. And the Big 12 only has 10 teams. You get into conference play, there's only five games being played. Can we not find five three-hour or four-hour windows on all of the ESPN channels or the Fox channels to find to get all five games on actual television? And <laughs> it's the defending conference champion, Baylor Bears, who – have a winning record, right? Yeah, yeah, Against five and three. An Oklahoma team that's won like fourteen conference championships yeah. in the last twenty years, and they actually have a winning record. Uh, and I just, I, I just, I'm befuddled by it. Um, so anyway, it's, I'm fine. I, I have to watch my game on the iPad anyway because my wife's watching Texas Tech play. And their game goes five hours. So, oh, tell her I'm sorry. She gets, tell she gets her the TV. Yeah. yeah. Tell, tell her However, I'm sorry about probably, Saturday night. Yeah. Well, and then, oh, that's right. Yeah, Baylor took care of the boys. She was not in a good mood Saturday night. Uh, <laughs> but they play TCU. Tech plays TCU at eleven o'clock on uh, Saturday, and so that'll probably go till four. And so, and the OU game, <laughs> Baylor game starts at two. So I'd be on my iPad anyway for two hours watching it. So yeah, yeah. Well, I I got I got so used to my iPad that I'm probably you're probably like me. I watch almost everything, and you know all I got to do is go upstairs to this great TV. You know my little man cave, 
and yet I'm always downstairs on the iPad watching stuff, which is kind of strange after you pay all that money for stuff. Bill Bill Jones from CBS uh, 11 on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Cowboys do not do anything. I don't think that shocks us at the deadline, although Jerry had some fun stuff today about he didn't want to get caught waving at the train. Uh, Bill, you probably saw those quotes. Did you think Jerry's not aware that they don't have cabooses on trains anymore? The caboose, <laughs> the caboose went out like twenty years ago. <laughs> uh, no, because he was going to grab onto that caboose if uh, the train went flying by. But I guess maybe the train went flying by, and he was looking for the caboose, and he couldn't find it. And so that's why they didn't make. Although they did make a move, as you've seen, probably that uh, Tristan Hill. Apparently, that was the big move they were going to make was trading Tristan Hill. They did not get a taker, and so that caboose has left the station now. He got cut. Oh, yeah, the cut, the release of Tristan Hill. That's a that's an interesting one because he was a what a second round pick, and um, you know they thought, but he didn't start. Was that at UCF that he came from? He was always an interesting yeah, guy because. Yeah, and it, at times he kind of flashed and seemed like he was going to be part of that rotation. But I guess with Hankins coming in, and, and boy, people thought they were down on Gallimore. But it turns out, uh, Bill, that they were down on, on Tristan Hill. Uh, and this is a team that's yeah. been loading up recently to because with all these great running backs that they're going to have to face. So I, I find that very interesting that uh, that they would move off of Tristan Hill. I. I think it probably whew, does not speak that highly of him, although with all the rules they have now, uh, for all we know, Billy could be back on the practice squad tomorrow. That's exactly right. He might he might be back on the practice squad tomorrow because Rod Marinelli's not in the league anymore, I don't think. And, uh, you know, he was a Rod Marinelli guy. In fact, he was, he was a second-round pick, but he was the first Cowboys pick in that draft, I guess, in 2019. Yes because they had traded away their first-round pick for Amari Cooper. And speaking of another area yeah. where they might need some help right now, and has Cooper played recently? Yeah, I think uh, I think Cooper uh, seems to be doing okay. Yeah. yeah, he actually played last night, I think. Yeah. He actually threw an interception last night. But he yeah, that was not – that was uh, did you hear Peyton Manning talking about that? He said that yes. receivers aren't great at getting to their second reads. Was, <laughs> <laughs> that was, was great. Uh, <laughs> if you saw the video of that on the Manning cast, that they had Boomer Esiason on at the time, and Boomer was talking as he always does, and uh, and so as the plays unfolded, there was Peyton. At the top of the screen, you could tell he could see what was happening as before it happened. You know, he puts his arms up over his head like, "Oh no!" And Eli had at the bottom of the screen had the same, speaking of befuddled look on his face, <laughs> uh, like he had thrown the interception. Um, uh, talking anyway. to Bill Jones from CBS Eleven on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Bill, you do love your high school football. I even saw you commenting on that Liberty, what do we call them, Liberty Christian? Is that where Jason Witten is now? And that, a, that's uh, right. A, They're the Warriors. The Warriors. A big uh, 
district yes. title for them. Boy, anywhere up there, anybody that lives near you, especially South Lake Carroll, you can get invested <laughs> in those teams. And uh, I think you've sent kids maybe through the South Lake Carroll program and, 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 and Carroll ISD, but you've loved that program for years and years. And that was an interesting matchup. Uh, uh, 8-0 versus 8-0 uh, Friday night. And, in fact, that was one of two unbeaten matchups across the state of Texas. And South Lake Carroll took care of business. And what I understand is South Lake Carroll now runs the football. I guess they lost their quarterback and. Uh, this guy has just run wild, this uh, running back from South Lake Carroll. Right, and his name is Owen Allen. He's a four-year starter, and if any Baylor coaches are listening, I mean, he would be perfect for that Baylor program. I know uh, um, he's run for six over 6,000 yards in his career. By the way, speaking of Liberty and Jason Witten, it's funny that you even brought those two up together. That's just telling me that I need to say this on the air in Waco, yeah. Texas, and uh-huh. all parts in between. All right. Uh, I saw Jason Witten at a Staples <laughs> in August. Okay. He was with his uh, fourth grade daughter, Landry, okay, buying school supplies. Just happened to run into him, and I was headed to the uh, Dragon Stadium to go watch the scrimmage. I'd just gotten back from Cowboys camp. So I'm talking with Jason. I said, I'm going over to watch the Carroll scrimmage. And he said, I just love that running back over there, Owen Allen. And I said, I do too. And so here we are talking about him. This kid, he's got no offers from any D1 schools with the exception of the military academies. I mean, it's just amazing. And uh, and here's Witten, and I, I said to Witten that I guess maybe he runs a four six four six five, maybe that's why. And Witten says, "Who cares? I mean, Marion Barber didn't run a four six four six five, but he was a football player. So anyway, yeah, um, he, he was touting this kid too. So wow, yeah, I like that. If Witten was talking him up, and Bill Jones is good enough for me, and. Uh, that that is uh, that's fascinating, and um, and and you know every once in a while one of those players will, will you're like you're you're saying will get overlooked, and and then they'll go off, and sometimes they'll show up at Air Force Academy. I've seen a few of those guys come through uh, Lake Highlands, you know, where uh, where I spend yeah. a lot of my time and everything. But we also have some great Central Texas football and i'm sure bill you cast an eye down there sometimes and see what china spring and lorena and some of our schools are doing and by the way waco university for the first time since 2009 uh, made the playoffs and and they i mean it's really yeah they got a huge game coming up this friday in fact now do you know their coach laster kent laster i i don't i don't really know him but he and i have been going back and forth a little bit Okay. All right. Uh, just just testing your knowledge of uh, your high school programs down there. Well, I, you, I know where he went to high school. Yeah. Kent, Where's Kent that? Laster. Well, Kent Laster has Lake Highlands ties. The coach at university. All right. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you were about to tell me something. You're like, you're. You're like my professor. You're testing me a little bit. <laughs> no, well, he, but he. Uh, okay, I'm doing some research. I'm doing some research. Just uh, you keep vamping here. Uh, okay. The segment, and I might. We, we, we can go. I'm just we, trying to make sure. 
I'm making Bill sure J- I have the correct information. Okay, good. I throw good. It out no, there. I can. I can always vamp uh, with the best of them. Bill Jones, CBS 11 on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas on NFL right, Trade Deadline Day. All right, what do you have for us? You know, you know, and now I don't believe Waco High is headed to the playoffs, right? But no, this is this Carol is Dragon is their head coach. Now, Lyndon Helt is their head coach. Lyndon Dragon. Okay, Lyndon Helt. That's interesting because now we do love Lyndon Helt. Now that team, I don't believe, is headed to the playoffs. It's Waco. It's a university team that hasn't been forever. Right. But but Coach Helt right. is uh, we're, we're everybody uh, loves what he's doing, and and they they're coming off a big win, uh, and boy they have mm-hmm. they have been on tough times. So uh, anytime we get wins well, from been in that district yeah. of doom. Oh they've my gosh! Yeah. With yeah. So they got Colleen coming up. I'm just checking on it. Uh, they okay. got Colleen coming up. Okay. <laughs> coming off a big win over the Yellow Jackets at Cleburne, 23 to. 13. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Any big yeah. any win is a big win, and uh, and that certainly uh, counts. But uh, it's uh, interesting. Speaking of that District of Doom, by the way, have they taken any more state titles away from some of our Metroplex teams? <laughs> Golly, the Duncanville wakes up, and they're no longer the uh, 2022 state champions in basketball. I always, I mean, it's it. I hate that that stuff happens, but it's not like we look back at Carter from all those years ago. Even though supposedly those that trophy was taken away from them, I mean, I feel like we're still going to probably recognize the Duncanville state title team at some in point. Fact, but in fact, I- I was working in San Antonio at the time covering Converse Judson, which played um, Dallas Carter in that state championship game in 1988. And I was at that game. And even though uh, Carter had the state championship stripped away, I'm pretty sure I watched the field Dallas Carter win that state championship. Uh, but you're right on Duncanville. When, uh, there, I believe they're having a parade in McKinney for the state champion, the new state champion uh, McKinney basketball team that lost at Duckville. That parade is scheduled for Saturday, I think. McKinney High School. And I do know that coach. Yeah, Wes is his first name. And, uh, yeah, yeah, Jacoby Walter. uh, You know, by the way, I'm I'm getting mad at all these these guys going to uh, these prep schools, man. Just – they're already like he's already going to Baylor. I mean, just finish up and let it. I mean, hang out with us in the Metroplex. Don't don't run off the Link Academy. Oh, Bill, who knows? They may yeah. it may have something to do with some of the law, the rules in other states. Maybe maybe we're not. You got to uh, transfer but, somewhere. Transfer over here to South Lake, and we haven't <laughs> won a basketball state championship, and I don't know how long. You guys, you guys, basketball's not number one. You got to pour everything into <laughs> into football and uh, in in other places. But uh, academics, very good academics over there in Dragonland. That's right. That's right. And then we pour a lot of stuff into the. The you know the uh, student uh, well I don't want to get into I don't want to get into too much of it the the uh, books and that kind of thing but we don't have to talk about all that now Bill this is fun let's do this let's do this again and uh, for yeah. people in Central when are Texas you on? when are you yeah. on the air 
What, what is, <laughs> you're supposed to know that. You're, you're supposed to know all this. <laughs> Four to six every day. Four to six every afternoon. Well, uh, ESPN Central Texas. So you're on not only in Waco, but, boy, Belton into North Austin and then all the way up to Waxahachie and then out to College Station. So uh, Aggies, well, Horns, they can all hear you right now. So you, uh, well, you join I us am, anytime. Uh, I'm, I'm not only going to join you anytime that you offer, but I'm going to listen as often as I can. I don't know if you've listened to Dallas-Fort Worth Sports Talk Radio lately, but I know I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope, you, great, so. I hope you did when I was on it for 10 years. I hope you tuned in occasionally. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah, once, once you left the airwaves, I was like, well, who do I listen to now? <laughs> you're, you're too kind. Yeah, yeah. Once Galloway left, I'm, you were done. <laughs> That's right. But, That's right. But yeah. uh, so. well, uh, Bill, great catching up, and uh, best of luck to uh, South Lake Carroll in the playoffs, and then uh, keep up with all our Central Texas schools as well as as we get rolling into these playoffs. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Mart, Marlin, La Vega, China Spring, Lorena, great, great uh, high school football that we're very proud of, and of course Waco University. Bill, we'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. All right, Matt. Appreciate appreciate it, and good luck to your Baylor Bears there in uh, Norman, Oklahoma, on Saturday. Okay, I'll be texting you with wh- whatever bet we're going to put on this. There he goes, oh, Bill love Jones it. Love it. <laughs> from from CBS Eleven. Good Baptist. We cannot put too much on this game. Can't really gamble, but we might put something up for it, a mill or something. Uh, it is time for something we call campus confidential. We do it next. Recently on the John Moore Show. Brian Jensen, the great voice of the Texas Tech Red Raiders for football. Well, you're going to get to experience the, the <laughs> night game on a Halloween weekend. <laughs> Love it. Everything that goes with it. And then uh, having Patrick Mahomes there. And from what I understand, with the new INL rule, uh, NLI rules, he's, he's still got eligibility. So we're hoping <laughs> to suit up. Tune into the Voice know. of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Tech. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at Baylor.edu slash alumni. Democrats asserted their will after taking power in 2020. With it, the left has chosen to pass reckless amounts of spending and irresponsible fear-mongering. In less than two years, our nation is racing towards recession with record inflation. The United States cannot continue to be led by a Democrat party that is not interested in America being a capitalist country. Hello, this is your Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. My party fights for economic opportunity with lower taxes on small businesses and American families. I'm asking you to vote Republican to stop the Democrats from adding trillions to our nation's debt and causing exponential damage to our nation's future. Otherwise, the left will continue to pass policies that make the United States weak and undermine our free enterprise system. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress.
Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Are you frustrated with rising costs of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday. Buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try their new Porky Pig Tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. Make a winning drive to Genco and refinance your vehicle. Every loan can skip monthly payments for 90 days with rates as low as 3.75% APR for 48 months. Right now is the time to make a play. At Genco, we save you money by helping you pay less for your car. Every loan scores no payments for 90 days. Then have a chance to win three more months of no payments. Apply online today for an additional discount of 0.15%. Off our already low rates subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Leitch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Monday night football last night saw the Browns beat the Bengals 32-14. to Game three of the World Series between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros was postponed last night to a forecast of rain. It will now be played tonight with game four set for Wednesday and game five on Thursday. Auburn has fired their head coach Brian Harson after less than two years. Cadillac Williams has been named the interim coach for the Tigers. The first college football playoff show is tonight, starting at 6 o'clock on ESPN. Two games in college football tonight, Ball State at Kent State, kickoff at 6 o'clock, and Buffalo at Ohio, 6.30 kickoff. Catch the UMHB Coach Larry Harmon Show tonight, starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. On his Campus Confidential, every day around 440, we get it going and look around uh, all areas of college athletics. And um, Aaron, I, remind me, at some point today, at the end of uh, Campus Confidential, I wanted to give an update on a great victory for... Uh, Baylor men's golf that occurred just yesterday. I'll do that. Uh, I'll do that toward the end. Aaron, what do you have? Uh, what are you leading off with today? I hope it's not Baylor men's golf. <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, father of Michigan defensive back Jamon Green, who was allegedly hit with a helmet during the scuffle with Michigan State players Saturday in the tunnel of Michigan Stadium, told ESPN's Tom Van Haren. They planned to press criminal charges. Green's father said his son was hit in the face, back, and shoulder with a helmet. For Sports Illustrated's Pat Forty, Green has retained Tom Mars as his attorney. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm sure you've seen the video. Uh, yeah, uh, Michigan State head coach Mel Tucker suspended four players involved 
in the altercation yesterday, but it was it was pretty ugly. It's disgusting. It really is. And they dragged uh, and, and they dragged a uh, Michigan player, a couple of players. I mean, it it really is bad what happened out into a hall that didn't really lead to any locker room, and and what they did to them, and and uh, it, it, it's despicable act it really is uh uh, by michigan state and it should be they have denounced it but i think it uh criminal charges are called for in this case and uh it's really embarrassing and you know this is a second week in a row we've been talking about what happened in the penn state michigan tunnel now you got a michigan michigan state i mean i would think uh you, you you better get more security in these tunnels. Send the kids in at a different time. Not have them in such close proximity. Do something. It doesn't seem like it should be this hard that you have all. Now, Aaron, there was a comical thing that I didn't realize that bit the Penn State. This thing was despicable, and I and I I hope there are criminal charges. It's awful. The one kid who got beat up really badly was just trying to defend his teammate, and then they started kicking and doing all kinds of awful stuff to him. Really, really bad. Michigan State just got its rear kicked in the game, okay? Take your loss and move on. Now, Aaron, I did see a note on the uh, Michigan-Penn State fracas or fiasco Mm -hmm. that we've been talking about. What I didn't realize that had happened, you probably read about this. I had just kind of moved on, and for some reason I looked back at that story. It was seeing what led to some of the back and forth in the tunnel or whatever James Franklin was saying. And part of what sparked it was apparently one of the teams, I think it was Penn State players, at halftime were throwing peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at the other players. Did you ever see that note, that part of the story? I did For some reason, that just made me laugh, like, I thought, oh, my gosh, they're hollering at each other and they're cussing and they're fighting, and they said no. What, what, what really started it was some of the players started throwing peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at the other team. <laughs> what? <laughs> I promise. No, I believe you. I'm yeah, just yeah, like, it's just so strange. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. But now the, the Michigan-Michigan State thing is really embarrassing. And it also is embarrassing for Michigan State that they gave Mel Tucker that crazy eight, seven, eight-year extension or whatever it was based on one good season. That was a great, they had a really, really good season. But, of course, then they got, I think it was, was it the Big Ten Championship game, they just got annihilated and, and embarrassed. And Mel Tucker, uh, he should be embarrassed about the way his program has played this season and then the way they conducted themselves after the Michigan game. Uh, just unspeakable stuff. And, uh, and, I, and I know, I'm sure Michigan State graduates and fans are very embarrassed about what happened. According to Caesars Sportsbook, there's a new favorite to win the Heisman Trophy. Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker is now even money to win the trophy for almost the entire season and all season. Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud has been the front runner, according to the odds makers, and he is second at plus 180 behind Hooker 
followed by Michigan running back Blake Corum and USC quarterback Caleb Williams, who are each 12-1 to to win the Heisman Trophy. But the new favorite, Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker, ahead of their one-versus-two showdown against Georgia this Saturday. You know, Aaron, at one point in typical fashion, there was a local uh, Waco uh, person, a, a great uh, a great media member that was trying to look me up. I'm not going to get too specific with this. To pass along, he was going to decide to not do a Heisman vote anymore, and he was going to pass along his Heisman vote to me. And as only I could, I I didn't get back to him in time. So, I mean, I would that would have been fun, Aaron. I mean, come on here, talk about our Heisman vote. The Mosley shows Heisman vote, but in typical form. And I used to laugh about it with Simcox. I never could get my vote in in time for all the Big Twelve stuff. So I, I think at some point they stopped asking me to. Uh, Aaron, you know who I'd vote for, though? If I did have that fabled Heisman vote, Max Duggan. Wow. He's had a wow. great year. That guy has been incredible. The Horn Frogs are 8-0. Aaron, the big noon presentation, Urban Meyer and all the friends. Watch out, ladies. Urban's coming to town in Fort Worth. Um, <laughs> he's always. If you're out and about, you may see him. He's always, <laughs> he's, he's always on the grind. That guy, but uh, that knows how to have a good time. Oh, Urban, Urban will be out there. Maybe out at, uh, maybe he'll be out at Joe T. Garcia's. One of my Fox friends is going to be in town, and they, they want to get together. And I, I, I think, I think maybe my Thursday night has already been claimed, Aaron. A very wild thing I'm doing, a choir concert at DBU, Dallas Baptist University. <laughs> I'll be making my way up the road there to, uh, or down the road is the case, or up the road to DBU for a big choir concert. I don't think I'll see Urban Meyer there, but uh, that, that'll, be, uh, that'll be interesting to have the Fox team in town. Isn't that weird, Aaron? I mean, I know the Frogs are great, and College Game Day came there recently, but for Big Noon to go to Fort Worth after ESPN Game Day's already been there, wasn't it this year? Didn't they go? I think they went to TCU. Yeah, for TCU, they're, Kansas. They're playing a tech team. I love Joey. We had Joey on last week, and I think tech's going to be good in the future. But they're 4-4. Four and four. It's a 500 tech team coming into TCU, and they're bringing Big Noon to town. Does that seem weird to you, Aaron? I was shocked. What, I really what was. That about? Especially with them coming off, off that loss to Baylor that was pretty lopsided. All right. All right. Um, pretty, pretty, yeah, it was lopsided. They climbed back in, but then the Bears dropped a hammer on them. All right. Uh, Aaron, what else do you have for us, sir? One, one more quick thing about the Heisman odds since you mentioned uh, Dugan, uh, Duggan. Excuse me. Um, he has the seventh best odds to win the Heisman right now. He is at plus 3,000. So if you bet $100 for him to win the Heisman Trophy, and he did, you would win $3,000. D- oh, Duggan? Mm-hmm. Mm, I like that. I like the update on the the Heisman. That is really uh, something. Aaron, by the way, we need to, for Campus Confidential moving forward, we need to check up on our our Pac-12 brothers, you know, they're 
they're, well, supposedly they're all kind of getting together and they're responding and there's all kinds of you know stuff coming out. We're hearing a few things about Pac-12. And I do like this angle now that when they got the news. Now, our, our guy, Wilner's actually put in some pretty good stuff. Or maybe it's Gonzano. One, one of those guys Wilner. put a pretty good column Gonzano up. Was, was it Wilner? Yeah. Well, Wilner put some stuff up. And he under, he, he think I mean, he did not poo-poo the Big 12. Okay? He, he understands what they did was really valuable and, and that the Pac-12 is really going to have its work cut out for it. But now a lot of the Pac-12 people are saying that they're relieved <laughs> to see mm-hmm. the number the Big 12 got. So they're very, they're very relieved. Now, Aaron, I promised I was going to give you a... <clears throat> A golf nugget. All right, let me give let me give this to you. Um, Baylor men's golf. Eric, we're good. Um, okay, here we go. The Baylor had that bear brawl out there. B R A W L. Um, and listen, I mean, look at this. They just absolutely annihilated the competition. I looked yesterday. Aaron, and round one, they were trailing Earl, Earl Roberts. And I got nervous. I said, golly, you don't want to you, you win the, the bear brawl. I mean, this is a big thing. I mean, you, this is your own event. And then all of a sudden, the Bears put the hammer down on the, uh, on the competition, and they finished, I mean, it's like 19 strokes ahead of, of Earl Roberts who finished second. And uh, I wanted to look real quick at the uh, player leaderboard again, some of the Bears who did great. Now, uh, Luke Dossie wins this thing. He tied for first with Brandon Hoff from Oral Roberts. All right? And um, and, and Luke Dossie, the younger brother of Cooper Dossie, real good former Baylor golfer who's a professional golfer now, uh, uh, Luke went out and shot 70 and then shot 68. And then uh, Eisenhart from Baylor, uh, man, this was really impressive, opens with a 73 yesterday morning and then fires a 66. And then also Trey Bosco, who's got some great long hair, uh, 72 and follows it up with a 67. So for whatever reason, out there at Ridgewood, that's a tough course, great course in Waco at Ridgewood Country Club. They went low. The Bears went really low. And so the great thing is, it used to be uh, Johnny Kiefer was always the number one player for the Bears. And I think he still is. But Kiefer finished tied for seventh. And and three Bears finished up ahead of him. Okay? It's no no knock on Kiefer because Kiefer played well. But these other Bears are playing extremely well. And they're starting to put the pressure on the number one golfer for the Bears, Johnny Kiefer. All right, Aaron, I knew you would like that update. All right, it is uh, time for the fabled 5 o'clock hour, the Matt Mosley Show 5 o'clock hour, and we've got some pretty interesting stuff for you. We may have an NFL guest stopping by. It's all next. Everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Micah Parsons scored his first NFL touchdown in Sunday's win over the Bears. He uses that play to share a message with young athletes. 
right after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. For all the dynamic plays linebacker Micah Parsons has made in his first year and a half with the Cowboys, he had not scored a touchdown until this past Sunday's win over the Bears when he scooped up a fumble, then weaved 36 yards to the end zone. Post-game, he used the story of his touchdown as a lesson for young athletes. You know, coach has been hounding on me about my superpower, you know, running to the ball regardless of if you make the play, not make the play. But just you just never know what happens on the football field. And, you know, kids out there who made like, hmm, I'm running to the ball, but it's not turning out, man. It took me a year and a half before I finally got lucky. So just keep running to the ball, keep striving. And eventually the ball's going to come your way, you know. That's just the football gods. Micah and the rest of the Cowboys players are off today through Monday for the team's bye week. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it. Whatever it is. The Cowboys Update, weekdays at 725 a.m. and 450 p.m. is brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Our southern border is open to drug cartels and terrorists from around the world. Fentanyl, heroin, and methamphetamines are flourishing in cities across America. Open border policies are costing the lives of 300 young Americans every day from drug overdoses. 
Hello, this is your Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. These policy failures are tied directly to the Democrat Party. As conservative Republicans, my party has always fought to protect our country and our children from the ravages of addiction. Now, with President Biden and Nancy Pelosi ignoring our nation's laws, law enforcement is kept from fulfilling their sworn duties. I'm asking you and your family to vote Republican to stop the left from changing America. Otherwise, the Democrats will continue to pass the policies that undermine our national security. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers reemerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, RX 300 Topical Pain Cream, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, I'm just glad... Glenn Stretch Smith got to hear all those sponsors. The very exciting uh, Matt Mosley show into the five o'clock hour. Stretch, I think you were keeping time and wondering when that five o'clock hour might start. But uh, boy, Campus Confidential, things got rolling there. Stretch, how are you? uh, How are things going this afternoon? And have you been able to locate like any barbecue or any new deals at Arby's or Whataburger or anything like that? No, no. I've been I've been I've been spraying ant piles around here today. Mosley, it's been we got a little rain up here in Parker County on Friday, and the ants have come out. So I'm spraying ant piles. Boy, that's an impressive list of sponsors you've got. It sounds like Aaron calling out the starting lineup for the Bemidji State Scramblers. I mean, it's one you got you got all kinds of sponsors on that show. I I hope. Well, I sure hope that Gary Moss and Terry Tacker and them have an appreciation for all the, uh, you know, in Bullet Barfield, for all the stinking sponsors you bring in there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that's the case, but, but uh, you would hope so. 
And I think deep down, they don't always express it to me, but I think they all feel a great deal of appreciation. Now, Stretch, we all appreciate you and and, uh, what you did in in your time for uh, ESPN Central Texas, and people loved uh, hearing from you. Boy, you ran off. We didn't hear from you for months because you were at that USFL and, uh, and involved in that. And I think it's been interesting, Stretch, that some of those players from the USFL went right into NFL training camps and and I think that honestly I think it's um I think it surprised a few NFL types that it ended up being as good a feeder system as it was. I mean there's one guy for the Cowboys that is an electric return man and we're talking about Turpin um, if you had to just kind of uh, guess, Stretch, and you, you coach for uh, that Philadelphia team, Philadelphia Stars, how many, how many uh, uh, of those USFL players are on NFL rosters now? I, th- I want to say, like, now this is including practice squad guys, I want to say somewhere around 15. But, you know, when, we, when they first – Obviously, when camp first opened, it was somewhere in the neighborhood of 50. But, you know, it's very tough. Like you made mention, it's very tough to make a 53-man roster. I know the two, again, the the two electric return guys and our guy, Maurice Alexander, he's active in Detroit. And then, obviously, Cavante Turpin, and we know uh, what he's done with Dallas and you know, I think the the interesting thing uh, I went to I went and grabbed the you you spoke about barbecue earlier. That's my I like a little barbecue, and I went and grabbed some barbecue with Chris Hall, who's in the scouting department with the Cowboys. And you know, they have kind of criteria that they want from their receivers. And I mean, everybody wants the six two, two hundred and fifteen pound, you know, four five guy who can go up and get the fifty fifty balls and and do those kind of things and and I, I think, you know, they were they were even somewhat surprised because obviously Turpin is is you know, he, he is a he is he is a small guy, but boy, there's just nothing that can replace quickness, there's nothing that can re, that can replace vision, um, there's nothing that can replace honestly just having that short area ability to make a guy miss and then uh you know, and then and, and then get north and south, and I think that's that's what that young man can do, and it's awesome. You know, I, I know you've had Jeff Jagosinski on your show, and he had that young man when he was coaching over in Poland for crying out loud. So that that kid deserved an opportunity, and boy, he he has certainly made the most of that opportunity with the Cowboys. Yeah, that Polish football, <clears throat> they, they, the American football is growing on them over there. And uh, Jeff Jagosinski, boy, what a, what a uh, interesting career he has had. And uh, in fact, he was in Waco watching his buddy Lance Leipold recently as Baylor and Kansas got it on. Leipold is a big, a big name. Now, Stretch, you like watching these coaching, uh, you know, these carousels, and you hate to see anybody get fired, but it is part of the business. Auburn coach gets fired. Uh, Brian Harson. Has, it, it, has there ever been a to- better time for head coaches to get fired? By the way, these buyouts are unbelievable. Like within fifteen to thirty days, they got to give Harson seven million of the fifteen million dollar buyout. So, I mean, you've been an assistant coach at a college level. 
uh, and, and the pro level. And so you do feel bad for the assistants because they're not all making that huge money. But for these head coaches, I mean, they get to kind of go on with their lives and somebody will hire Harson and he gets this huge money. It stretches that. Is, is Auburn a great job or a horrible job in college football? I mean, I think you could well, make... You could make arguments either way, but it's an extremely tough job in the sense that the boosters always run that thing really more than anybody from the athletic department. Well, and I think what it's a good job. It used to be a great job, but what makes it a good job is Nick Saban is 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 owning the state, and and really. You know, that recruiting area, kind of that Atlanta, uh, you know, all of that kind of that south, it, quite frankly, Saban's owning that. So you got to go in there, uh, there being Auburn, and, and you got to kind of, well, you, you, you got to go compete with him when you know you're probably not going to compete with him from a, a recruiting standpoint. I think it does make it difficult. I think it made it difficult. You know, for Gene Chizik, he won the national championship there. Fired him two years later. It made it, you know, made it dif- difficult for, uh, you know, for the guy that's in Central Florida now. Uh, Malzahn. Um, and, yeah, Gus Malzahn. His staff was in there. Uh, made it difficult for him. And, I mean, he beat Alabama a few times. And then, obviously, you know, they go and hire Harson, which was a strange hire. I mean, I just – I didn't understand bringing a guy who was kind of a Pacific Northwest guy into Alabama. It really is one of those jobs where you have to, well, you better have some ties down there. When I was, you mentioned this earlier, and I think this is an interesting story. I was in, when I was coaching in the USFL, we were in Birmingham and I happened to run into coach Tuberville. He had just gotten back from DC and, you know, we were obviously talking a little politics and we just ran into each other. I was eating at the bar at P.F. Chang's one night, and I just sat down and talked with him, and we talked about an interesting guy to talk to. But he understands, you know, he understood kind of what Auburn was all about. And even going back to thinking about, you know, them getting rid of him, I'm not real sure what what they're looking for at Auburn. And I don't don't know from a dynamic standpoint, I mean, who would – who would you go hire right now? I mean, they, they hired the athletic director who was at Mississippi state. I, I just don't know. I mean, you know, normally you can kind of move the pieces of the puzzle around and say, okay, well, this guy kind of fits there or or this guy kind of fits there. But I mean, you know, are you going to go make a play at, at, at Kiffin at Ole Miss? I mean, to me, he's got a better job at Ole Miss than Auburn right now. And that's, I mean, think about that, and 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 the and kind of the shift in the landscape of, yeah. of college football. I mean, I guess they could go make a run at at Hugh Freeze, and then, you know, I don't I don't know where you go from there, and I don't know where Auburn goes from there. What do you it it when y'all when you're at PF Chang's, will you go with some of those lettuce wraps, or do you like that uh, honey shrimp? What direction do you or do you usually end up going or uh, at uh, at PF Chang's? Mostly, is this a damn sports talk show? Or are we talking? Is this is Food Network? We were talking barbecue. I mean, I didn't Chang, bring you know P.F. Chang's up. You did. You know, I. No, hey, let me tell you something. You'll be talking to yourself here in two minutes. You know damn well I get the lettuce wraps every time, and it doesn't matter. Then if you go with the honey sear, Chang's spicy chicken, 
Kung Pao shrimp. You you want me to read the menu off to you? I'm sure Aaron's over there, probably scratching his butt trying to figure out how to get to PF Chang's there in Waco. I don't know if that's what Aaron does, but that's an interesting image. Uh, you know who does all his business at PF Chang's is Mark Davis, son of Al Davis. I've read over the years where that's where Mark Davis has always conducted his business. He just kind of stays there at the PF Chang's. Not a drinker. He's not up there drinking at the bar. He just, uh, but he does spend a lot of time at PF Chang's. Now talking to Glenn Stretch Smith. Uh, former Cowboys scout and coach. This is the bye week. Cowboys, uh, uh, they don't get it going at uh, the Packers. They did not do anything at the deadline. People wondered if they'd try to get a receiver. Apparently, they tried to make a run at Brandon Cooks. They couldn't get it done. They couldn't figure out the draft compensation. And then I think there was quite a bit of guaranteed money that was involved as well. How, How big an issue is that? As they as they get ready to come out of the bye and begin the rest of the season, that they don't have other than C. D. Lamb, that total reliable receiving core, or do you think they're okay at wide receiver, especially given the fact their tight ends are looking pretty good? Well, I mean, I wasn't a fan of getting getting rid of Amari Cooper, and I mean, you got rid of Amari Cooper, wasn't his salary this year at twenty million? Now you're gonna go. Now you're gonna go make a trade and bring in Brandon Cooks at 18, a guy that doesn't know the system. I mean, to me that that's like that doesn't. That, I can't even. I can't even get that to make any sense at all. I, I'm like, why didn't you just keep? Why didn't you just keep Amari Cooper? And I wouldn't. I'm not sure what they were thinking when they let Amari Cooper go. Did they think that uh, C.D. Lamb was going to be that much better or could be a one? I mean, I, I think there's some. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different thoughts and a lot of different people that questioned that initially when they made that move. So, uh, I mean, I do I think the Cowboys will be okay where they're at? I mean, I, I, I really like Noah Brown. I, I like Gallup. I, I, I don't know, you know, if I had to put my finger on where he is, I'm talking about is he, is he at full speed? I, I don't believe we've still seen the Michael Gallup that we saw a year and a half ago before, before he had that injury, uh, can he pick up some of the slack? And then obviously I, I think when you lost, you know, you lost Wilson to Miami. I think that was a, that was a big piece and, and losing Amari. I, I, I did think that they would at least go out and make a play for somebody, maybe even like a Jerry Judy or, uh, you know, or Brandon cooks. And, and, and I didn't like the, the, the money that they were paying cooks. So, uh, that that was why you got rid of uh, Cooper was to kind of loosen up that money. But you know, as you look at the nine games that the Cowboys are, are, are going to have to go in and play here, uh, I, I do think they. I, I think they're okay at receiver, just okay. Um, I think they're really good at running back. I think I, I like what uh, Kellen Moore has done with the, you know, with with putting Pollard in there. Pollard's a zone runner. Zeke's a downhill ISO runner. Um, and I, you know, I, I think what's going to carry the Cowboys is, is defense. I, I really do. I think the fact they can sack the quarterback and the fact that they cut Tristan Hill today. I mean, think about that. I mean, he's a second round pick and, and, and I thought somebody who was being, you know, he's doing a pretty nice job before he got dinged a few weeks ago. They just don't have, you know, they got too many numbers at that position. And, and when you think about that, that that's what, 
I think that's what's going to be the key to the Cowboys is they're going to have to continue to say we're going to have to get after the quarterback and then we're going to have to take our chances uh, you know, and continue to run the football and hope Kellen Moore can kind of use that one-two punch of Ezekiel Elliott and, and, and Tony Pollard to run the football. You made mention of the tight ends and Ferguson and Hendershot and uh, obviously Schultz. And I think a combination of all of those guys, so I've given you a long answer, but I don't believe that uh, – I, I just think the Cowboys are going to have to win the way they've won, which is defensively and – you know, can they do that against the Eagles? And I think the other the, the the threat to them winning the NFC right now is the 49ers because the 49ers did add McCaffrey, and you know how, how they can run the football. And obviously, yeah. that's a little bit of the Cowboys' Achilles' heel. Well, Stretch, it was good to visit with you. Uh, I remember Randy Shannon when he was the UCF defensive coordinator. We had him on the Doomsday Podcast. And he had coached Tristan Hill. And it was all, it's always a concern if you're drafting a guy, especially that early, that he didn't start in college. For whatever reason, he could not crack the starting lineup at UCF. But Randy Shannon compared him to Warren Sapp in the sense that from an athleticism and, and some of the things he thought he was capable of doing, but uh, obviously it didn't work out. And I think he was a, a, a Rod Marinelli kind of draft pick. I think that was maybe one of the last Rod Marinelli-type drafts that he kind of fell in love with that guy. All right, Stretch, um, I will, uh, I'll talk to you soon, and uh, we'll meet up maybe at P.F. Chang's. Always love those ornamental lions outside that restaurant. Just sort of, I don't know, it adds a touch of class. Uh, so maybe we'll, maybe we'll do that soon. Oh, Mosley. Tuesday afternoon, you 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 are having you some real downtime here. Come on, buddy, pick it up for the last three quarters of this show. Let's go. There he goes, Glenn Stretch Smith, joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. Used to be part of the ESPN Central Texas family. Former Cowboys scout and coach, does a really nice job. Coached in the USFL. Most recently, coached tight ends for the Philadelphia Stars, and uh, has been asked back. I don't know if he's going to do it or not. I think he probably will. But the USFL has asked for his services again, and uh, and he's done a great job there. So good to have him on. Good to catch up. Uh, we continue on, and we'll visit a little bit about this extremely busy NFL trade deadline that is next. Welcome to today's edition of the Baylor Sports Beat on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for Jack of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball now two days away from their exhibition opener. We'll visit with head coach Nikki Collin coming up on today's Baylor Sports Beat. During Ram Power Days at Allen Samuels, our great selection of new cars and trucks come with amazing deals and competitive financing that makes you ask, why shop anywhere else? The new 2022 Ram trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. These legendary, award-winning trucks give you that first-class feel. Luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom and storage, plus around-view camera options you'd expect from a premium truck. Come see our selection today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. 
make the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor football gearing up for game nine of the season comes up this Saturday, 2 p.m. in Norman against the Oklahoma Sooners. Meanwhile, Baylor men's and women's basketball gearing up for the start of the new season, now less than a week away. In fact, for the Baylor women, their exhibition opener comes up this Thursday, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center against Southwest Baptist. We visited with head coach Nikki Collin and asked her about the options she now has with an expanded roster going into this season. It takes time. I mean, it is a great group. I don't have to coach effort um, very often. I think sometimes young players, new players get tired. Um, I I think it's about figuring out how to mix. You've got three freshmen, a junior college player. You've got sophomore transfers, junior transfers, senior transfers, along with our returnees. So it's, it's kind of figuring out how to let them be themselves individually Um, But at the same time, collectively with the goal of, hey, we've got to win basketball games here at Baylor. How different are things for you going into your second year compared to this time last year? In some ways, not that dissimilar because you still feel like you've got to get everybody on the same page. And so I think every coach in America, whether they've coached at a place a year, 20 years, you know, when it comes to the basketball component, you never feel ready. You know, you just never feel ready even when you have a veteran team. Um, but but when it comes to the off-the-court stuff, the daily grind, knowing Baylor, knowing the people, um, knowing what I need to do to prepare um, on and off the court, I think that's a little easier in terms of kind of the daily grind outside of, you know, the court. Yeah. It's a fun time of year, isn't it, getting a new season started? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's enjoying football, but, you know, now it's 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 about to be basketball season, and for all basketball coaches – you know, I, I think we really do begin to turn the page and get excited to really see how our team will react. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball with an exhibition game this Thursday, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center. Then their regular season opener comes up on Monday, 7 p.m. in the Farrell Center against Lamar. Baylor men's and women's basketball season tickets available now at BaylorBears.com slash tickets, or you can call 254-710-1000. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Great food and a hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special. Two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns. And the Rocket Breakfast Burritos, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. And daily lunch specials include free dessert. And check out the Rocket Burgers with their one-third pound fresh, never-frozen patties. Rocket Cafe is only open Friday nights for home games, and that night features their famous all-you-can-eat catfish special. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. 
Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Ortho. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Democrats asserted their will after taking power in 2020. With it, the left has chosen to pass reckless amounts of spending and irresponsible fear-mongering. In less than two years, our nation is racing towards recession with record inflation. The United States cannot continue to be led by a Democrat party that is not interested in America being a capitalist country. Hello, this is your Republican Congressman, Pete Sessions. My party fights for economic opportunity with lower taxes on small businesses and American families. I'm asking you to vote Republican to stop the Democrats from adding trillions to our nation's debt and causing exponential damage to our nation's future. Otherwise, the left will continue to pass policies that make the United States weak and undermine our free enterprise system. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Monday night football last night saw the Browns beat the Bengals 32-14. Game three of the World Series between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros was postponed last night to a forecast of rain. It will now be played tonight with game four set for Wednesday and game five on Thursday. Auburn has fired their head coach Brian Harson after less than two years. Cadillac Williams has been named the interim coach for the Tigers. The first college football playoff show is tonight, starting at 6 o'clock on ESPN. Two games in college football tonight, Ball State at Kent State, kickoff at 6 o'clock, and Buffalo at Ohio, 6.30 kickoff. Catch the UMHB Coach Larry Harmon Show tonight, starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Ah, it is the Matt Mosley Show, 5 o'clock hour. Aaron, this is kind of an exciting time of year because you start to get, we're almost to football playoffs, and we're already got some volleyball playoffs get going. 
uh, some by district competition. I'm going to go see. I'm going to go see a match tonight, and uh, so all that's kind of starting up. Love all that volleyball action. I know in the fall got some cross country going. Uh, when it gets really chilly, seems like that's when we get kind of a, a soccer roll in. Of course, the uh, Baylor women been kind of checking some of that out because I wanted to see, you know, Michelle Leonard in her first season with the Bears, and uh, they've been up and down. Obviously, uh, got some really uh, good players, and and they've had some some good moments. But uh, she just needs time. She's going to have to get her own. Uh, recruits in and do all that, but uh, they've had some good, some really good moments now. Um, and I told you about the uh, the Baylor men's golf earlier. They they hosted a tournament, and I got to say, I was a little bit concerned after the first round. They had two teams in it. Baylor put two teams in it, an A team and a B team. And uh, boy, Kiefer and Eisenhart, and I mean a bunch of these guys were. Uh, I recognize the name, by the way, of the top Oral Roberts player. Almost makes me think he might have been at Baylor, Brandon Hoff or something. But the Bears just, the the second round of that tournament yesterday afternoon, they just dropped the hammer on the rest of the field. And, like, one Baylor player shot a 66 in the second round. One shot a 67. Uh, one shot, I think it was a 68. I mean, they went real low at Ridgewood. I, and, again, Texas wind, it's not like it calms down in the afternoons usually it's a little tougher to play as you get around noon or one o'clock and for whatever reason they just went put the hammer down on the rest of the field so I thought that was great Aaron this is the this is the most exciting NFL trade deadline that I can ever remember now you may remember Aaron there might be something off the top of your head that you're thinking about uh that uh, that you can kind of remember. I did want to say there was some real uh, sad news today. Adam Zimmer, the son of Mike Zimmer, and I knew Adam, and I watched him when he was a uh, he played college football in San Antonio area. Mike Zimmer used to be the Cowboys defense coordinator, and um, just uh, you know, Mike was a great guy, and then he became the head coach of the the Vikings. This morning. It's announced in his his sister, Adam's uh, younger sister, made the announcement at age 38 that Adam Zimmer had passed away. He was an analyst, working as analyst in the Bengals organization where his father had been defensive coordinator. He'd coach there. He'd coach with the uh, Saints, Vikings. And I just hit it off with Adam in training camp years ago, and I was covering it for either the morning news or ESPN.com. And I thought he was the greatest kid. I mean, I say kid, he was in college, but he was just the neatest guy, just real humble, uh, but just a cool, cool guy. Just loved Adam and loved watching him grow up and watch his coaching career and coaching those linebackers. And I mean, 38 years old. And again, I don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows what happened. It just says he 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 died at age 38. So I don't have any answers. I've reached out. Uh, to the family and tried to reach out to Mike to let him know we're thinking about him. But uh, just some really awful news today. And I, I just, he was a good, he was a good friend. And it's just, uh, it's so crazy. Aaron, I'm sure some point that's happened to you when you lose somebody that at one point, you know, you talk to a whole lot and maybe you hadn't talked to him in a long time or something. And then you get that kind of news and it just, you just have so many emotions. So, 
tough. Uh, we're thinking about the Zimmer family today, and I just wanted to uh, wanted to bring that up because uh, he was a neat, neat guy. <clears throat> All right, um, now back to the world of the NFL. Um, all these deals. Now, Cowboys didn't really get anything done, except they released a player. Former second-round pick from 2019, Tristan Hill, about an hour ago, a little bit of an, over an hour ago, was uh, released. He was part of the rotation. I mean, he, they, and it turns out, Aaron, this is so weird about the NFL. Everybody thought they were down on Neville Gallimore. Well, the story goes they, they rested Gallimore against Detroit because they were trying to give Tristan Hill a showcase game so that they could then go and shop him and see what they could get for Tristan Hill. And in the end, nobody made a bid for him, or at least they didn't make a bid that was enough. One deal beat the buzzer today. Right at the end of the trade deadline, the Chiefs traded for Rashad Fenton. Uh, they they have okay the, no the Chiefs traded Rashad Fenton to the Falcons, and um, Chiefs uh, um, have gotten some good play apparently out of their rookie corners, and and Fenton was recently replaced in the starting lineup. All right. So he goes over to the Falcons, and you'll recall the Falcons, of course, play in that division that's so horrible right now. So the Falcons actually have a great chance with uh, Arthur Smith, I believe, is their coach. Arthur Blank is the owner. Uh, they've got a chance to do some some good things there. Now, um, Aaron, did you like you liked a deal? There was one deal that, that grabbed my attention a couple of hours ago, and I think you brought it up too. Colts trading Naheim. Hines, N-Y-H-E-I-M. Aaron, how do you say that? Naeem Hines. Naeem. Naeem Hines to the Buffalo Bills. I didn't. I did not see the. Uh, okay, here was the deal. It was running back Zach Moss in a conditional six-round pick in 2023 to the Colts. Now, Aaron, you were saying earlier in the program that Naheem Naheem Hines is actually a uh, is actually really good. Like I that like that's not a that's not just kind of a a ho hum type deal. Yeah, I think he could make a big difference in that offense. Like you you can't key on the running back coming out of the backfield with all the weapons they have, and when mm-hmm. he gets the ball, he can make big plays. All right. The weird one was, and here and I'll give you all the conditions on it. But the Falcons and Jaguars made a deal, and the Falcons traded Calvin Ridley, who's suspended right now because he bet on a game. Or I mean, and it was a dumb thing. I mean, he got suspended for a whole season for literally betting on his own team on, like, uh, one of these websites. I can't remember which one it was. I think he tried to get on there. I mean, was it dumb of him? Sure. Is it? Is it the end of the world? Should he be banned like Pete Rose was forever? No. No, it, it, it's really not. The, the, the NFL is so funny because they're in bed with all the, the uh, sports books like crazy. They're way into gambling. But a player put some stupid little, I mean, it was not even big money. He just was playing like anybody would uh, at home. But you can't do it. You can't do it. And, uh, and he got in huge trouble for it. It was a big price to pay for what really amounted to not that much, but I think they felt like they had to uh, to show other players you can't do it. 
Ridley at times has been a good player. Now, Aaron, he was a former first-round pick, I believe. Um, here are the conditions. There's a 2024, 2024 fourth-rounder uh, goes back to the Falcons from the Jags for Calvin Ridley. It stays as a four if if Ridley's on the roster. It goes to a third-round pick if Ridley reaches certain incentives. And it becomes a number. It becomes a second-round pick if the Jaguars sign Ridley to a contract extension. Isn't that interesting? Okay, if he goes there and is really good, and they sign him to an extension, they'll have to give up a second-round pick. All of this fascinates me because that guy's a good player, but he also has some issues and some mental health stuff that that he's facing. And so I think that's something to uh, to look for. Aaron, um, this one I might only find interesting. It has to do with a, a former East Texas high school player uh, who played at UNT. 49ers traded running back Jeff Wilson to the Dolphins for a 2023 fifth-round pick. Now, Aaron, you play enough fantasy to know who Jeff Wilson is. He's an interesting guy. He's helped the 49ers at times when they've been short at running back, and he'll hopefully go help the Dolphins. Jeff Wilson played high school football. He's 26 years old at Elkhart High School, Elkhart, Texas, in deep east Texas, okay, down there near Grapeland and Palestine and all of that. Guess who played high school football at Elkhart, Texas, and then played at Baylor? Aaron, you care to guess? I'm drawing a blank. My father, John Mosley. Oh, okay. From the deep woods of East Texas, all the way to the Baylor Bears for John Bridgers from about 1966 through, or 67 through 70. John Mosley was with the Bears. But uh, anyway, pretty amazing when you see these stories. Guys come from uh, tiny little high schools and end up in the NFL. So I thought that was kind of a cool story. And then... Um, the Dolphins got, um, golly, remember that deal for Trey Lance back in the day? I was just looking back at the, some of the some of the deals. You know, some of the some of the these teams are just loaded now with draft picks. Now, Aaron, you might have seen that the Rams went all in trying to get the pass rusher from the Panthers. You know that guy's name off the top of your head, Aaron? I just don't have it in front of me. The Panthers have. Like a big time pass rusher, and and the Rams tried to trade two first round picks, like a 2024 and a 25 pick for it, and uh, and the Panthers said no, they'll give up McCaffrey and they'll give up others, but they would not give up the pass rusher. Brian Burns, yeah, Brian Burns, you're right, big time, uh, big time. Defensive end and pass rusher, and uh, I would just say in today. And the other one, I'll, real quickly, I'll tell you is that Denver dealt linebacker Bradley Chubb. Now he's an outside linebacker, pass rusher, to the Dolphins for a package that includes the 2023 first round pick that Miami acquired from San Francisco. So, wow, there's a lot going on, and uh, it's been a very busy day in the NFL. 
All right, we'll get you ready for the World Series. We'll try this again after last night's uh, uh, postponement because of rain. We'll do it next in the dismount. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. Our southern border is open to drug cartels and terrorists from around the world. Fentanyl, heroin, and methamphetamines are flourishing in cities across America. Open border policies are costing the lives of 300 young Americans every day from drug overdoses. Hello, this is your Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. These policy failures are tied directly to the Democrat Party. As conservative Republicans, my party has always fought to protect our country and our children from the ravages of addiction. Now, with President Biden and Nancy Pelosi ignoring our nation's laws, law enforcement is kept from fulfilling their sworn duties. I'm asking you and your family to vote Republican to stop the left from changing America. Otherwise, the Democrats will continue to pass the policies that undermine our national security. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. This is Jim Haller, proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. 
and they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Monday night football last night saw the Browns beat the Bengals 32-14. Game three of the World Series between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros was postponed last night to a forecast of rain. It will now be played tonight with Game 4 set for Wednesday and Game 5 on Thursday. Auburn has fired their head coach Brian Harson after less than two years. Cadillac Williams has been named the interim coach for the Tigers. The first college football playoff show is tonight starting at 6 o'clock on ESPN. Two games in college football tonight, Ball State at Kent State, kickoff at 6 o'clock, and Buffalo at Ohio, 6.30 kickoff. Catch the UMHB Coach Larry Harmon Show tonight starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Audio is Matt Mosley Show. We got to say goodnight. Can we please get this game played? I mean, it's time. It's turned to November. It's November 1st. I'd like to get this game three of the World Series played. As I said, I'm going to go watch some playoff volleyball this evening. Love some bi-district volleyball. Okay, that's a great, you see great athleticism, unbelievable leaping. Uh, The verticals that uh, these girls have just off the charts. So get out there and watch some playoff volleyball and um i just i'm just uh looking at the matchup tonight i'm looking at the lineups i just wanted to make sure nothing really was changed uh from what i saw yesterday and what they were going to do with their lineups and everything um boy the phillies are, are going with a different pitcher given the extra day i think that's interesting uh, uh, Ranger Suarez, the left-handed pitcher, will be out there. 365 ERA. And then Lance McCullers uh, will still be out there for the Astros. Game three of the World Series is tonight. We react tomorrow on the Matt Mosley Show. Y'all have a great night. We will see you at 4 o'clock tomorrow. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, Joe.